On this week's show, BTS outsells the world, late night appearances are the talk of the internet, and more. week for the week ending March 1st, 2020. I'm Carrie, aka BTS Mama Bear, and I am your host. Wow, it has been another crazy week in the fandom. Um, I hope everybody's uh, had a good week, been streaming the, the songs and the videos, and hopefully you're taking care of yourself and getting a lot of rest. Um, but like I said, there's a lot to go over, so I'm going to start as always with the data drop. On the Billboard charts for the week of February 29th, 2020, there are no BTS albums on the Billboard 200 nor singles on the Hot 100, but that's because this is not the chart that's going to reflect the release of Map of the Soul 7. That will be next week's chart. We're going to talk about that in the news section, so don't be discouraged. This is actually not reflecting post-release numbers. Um, there was a, a little piece of news that, that came out this evening. Uh, according to uh, Chart Crave, uh, Twitter account, um, Boy With Love featuring Halsey is now eligible for double platinum in the United States. So that will be really awesome for them to get that. I think that might be their first double platinum certification. I'm not sure. Probably should look that up before I start recording. But you know me, there's going to be at least one thing I want to forget to look up ahead of time. On the Billboard Digital Song Sales Chart, there's no BTS singles this week. Uh, again, that's probably going to change next week. Uh, however, Old Town Road number Old Town Road is number 19, and that includes streams and sales of the Soul Town Road remix with Nam June. On the Pop Songs Radio Airplay Survey chart, Make It Right With Lauv has dropped off the chart. There isn't a, a single currently on that chart. Um, and there probably won't be next week either, to be honest. I don't... Um, it doesn't appear that they're getting m much airplay with On, which, to be perfectly honest, sucks because it's an awesome song. Um, but, I, you know, it is what it is. But we'll, we'll see when that chart comes out. Um, we'll go over that next week. So maybe never know on the billboard social 50 chart this week, BTS is number one again for the 167th week. They've been on the, that, uh, particular chart for 176 weeks total. Um, Justin Bieber has fallen to number three, so he's not pressing, um, uh, as much on the number one spot as he was last week, which is good. On the Billboard Artist 100 chart this week, BTS is number 12. I imagine that is going to change next week as well. 
On the Billboard World Albums chart, Persona is number one, Answer is number two, Tear is number three, BTS World is number nine, Her is number ten, and You Never Walk Alone is number eleven. On the World Digital Song Sales chart, Black Swan is number two, Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 15, and Make It Right featuring Lauv is number 16. There are no BTS albums or singles on the Billboard Canadian charts this week. Uh, however, on the singles chart, Old Town Road is number 18, and it includes sales and streams of the Soul Town Road remix. On the Japanese Hot 100 singles chart, On is number 26, Black Swan is number 70, and Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 80. On the UK charts for the week ending March 5th, get ready. Number one, Map of the Soul 7. How awesome is that? That is amazing. They had, and we're going to go over this some more, but they had really, really impressive sales in the UK. Uh, UK Army did really, really well, and their hard work has paid off because they um, they got seven to debut at number one in the UK. I believe it is only their second, um, their second um, number one album in the UK. Uh, we're going to talk some more about that in the news section, but um, definitely, definitely awesome news. And for a change, they have two albums on the UK chart. Uh, Persona is number ninety six. On the UK singles chart, On is number 21, and Filter, uh, Jamin's uh, solo song, is number 100. On the US, uh, excuse me, on the Amazon US charts for, for today, I checked it at 347, um, I'm kind of confused by their charts, um, because according to them, 7 is number 4 on the US bestsellers chart. And I'm not sure why they're, it's down so low. Uh, and Persona is number 246. And then on the U.S. new releases chart, 7 is 4 again. I'm just, I don't know, confused by that. Um, however, on the bestsellers of 2020 so far, 7 is still number 1. And on the Amazon U.S. soundtracks chart, BTS World is number 48. On YouTube for the week ending February 27th, on the Top Songs Global Chart, On is number one, Boy With Love featuring Halsey is number 71, Black Swan is number 86, and Filter is number 90. On the Top Songs US Chart, On is number three. On the Global Top Music Videos Chart, On the Kinetic Manifesto Film is number one, on the official movie video, movie video, excuse me, music video is number seven, and Boy with Love featuring Halsey is number sixty-three. On the U.S. top music videos chart, on the Kinetic Manifesto film is number two, and on the official music video is number ten. On the global top artist chart, BTS is number two, and that is up from number twenty-two last week. 
On the U.S. Top Artist Chart, BTS is number 7, and that is up from number 69 last week. So it's a huge jump for them. On the pa- For the past 7 days on YouTube, YouTube says the global plays are 315 million. We're going to discuss YouTube and their lovely view counts in a little bit. Also, according to them, the country with the most views, the United States with 27 million, and the top song view-wise, supposedly, on with 129 million. And that's combining the two music videos and the audio file. But again, we're going to discuss that in more detail in the news section. There are quite a few milestones on YouTube this week. For views, we've got a lot of songs uh, with new view milestones. DNA is 930 million. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, 710 million. Dope, 550 million. And then we get to um, the songs from the new album. The On Kinetic Manifesto film has past 100 million views. On the official music video, supposedly only past 60 million views. <sighs> Outro Ego has passed 40 million. Filter, the audio, 10 million. Inner Child Audio, 5 million. My Time Audio, 5 million. And We Are Bulletproof, the Eternal Audio, 5 million. On the likes, uh, milestones list this week for YouTube. The On Kinetic Manifesto has passed 7 million likes. The On Official Music Video, 6 million. Make It Right featuring Lauv, 4 million. Idol featuring Nicki Minaj, 4 million. And Not Today, the choreography version, 1 million. Like I said, we're going to discuss the YouTube numbers in more detail. Um... But at least the at least the the I don't want to say scandal, but at least the issue is not with the kinetic film. The kinetic film's views seem to be count seems to be legitimate. Um, but speaking of that, it, it the kinetic film was the. F- is now the fifth largest debut in YouTube history. So, um, in the first 24 hours, it had 46.5 million views. And um, very, very impressive. On Spotify for the week ending February 27th, on the Spotify Global 200 Weekly, all 15 new songs from 7 charted. So, It's going to take a minute to go over. (laughs) On was number 22. On featuring Sia, number 34. Filter, number 47. Black Swan, number 28. Louder Than Bombs, number 54. Ugg, number 56. My Time, number 58. Zero O'Clock, number 67. Friends, number 74. We are Bulletproof the Eternal, number 75. Inner Child, number 79. Moon, 
number 84. Boy with Love featuring Halsey, number 85. Outro Ego, number 104. Interlude Shadow, number 109. And Respect, number 120. On the Spotify US 200 Weekly, guess what? All 15 new tracks charted just like they did on the Global. So again, guess it's going to take just a second to go over. Um, On, it's number 31. On featuring Sia, number 39. Filter, number 61. Ugg, number 62. My Time, number 65. Louder Than Bombs, number 68. Black Swan, number 69. Zero O'Clock, number 83. We Are Bulletproof the Eternal, number 94. Friends, number 101. Inner Child, number 102. Moon, number 116. Boy with Love featuring Halsey, number 130. Interlude Shadow, number 146. Outro Ego, number 147. And Respect, number 170. Looked at the hits for the podcast uh, last week. And the country coming in second after the United States was India again. Awesome. And um, so I took a look at the Spotify India 200 Weekly. And guess what? All 15 new single uh, new tracks from 7 charted on theirs too. So let's just take it away. On, number 13. Filter, number 28. On, featuring Sia, number 30. Louder Than Bombs, number 37. We Are Bulletproof The Eternal, number 47. Ugg, number 51. My Time, number 52. Friends, number 53. Zero O'Clock, number 58. Inner Child, number 63. Black Swan, number 64. Moon, number 83. Boy With Love featuring Halsey, 113. Outro Ego, number 139. Respect, number 140. And Interlude Shadow, number 157. We have, again, as we do with YouTube on Spotify, there um, are a good number of milestones to go over this week. Map of the Soul 7 has passed 900 million streams on Spotify. Um, it, it had 173 million, 173 plus million in its first week. Uh, it's the third biggest opening week for an album in 2020 on Spotify. Um... One of the things to keep in mind, the first five tracks of the album are from Persona. So the streams for those, since they were released from Persona, carry over and are added to the streams for seven, which is why it's already at 900 million. But the 15 new songs in total have surpassed 200 million streams on their own. So album is performing really really well um and i think these the stream numbers especially if if you don't follow um bts chart data by the way on on twitter uh do so because you know it's, there's awesome chart data uh on the account but also um they've been doing daily streaming parties and 
it's kind of fun to watch, um, kind of fun to participate. So definitely follow BTS chart data and participate in some of these, um, some of these streaming parties for seven. So on with the Spotify milestones. Boy With Love featuring a Halsey, excuse me, has passed 390 million. Faith Love, 310 million. Euphoria, 120 million. Black Swan, 70 million. Intro Persona, 50 million. By the way, Persona is now the first BTS album with where every track on the album has passed at least 50 million streams. Suga's Interlude, it's Halsey featuring Suga, uh, 30 million streams. On, 20 million. Filter, 10 million. My Time, 10 million. Louder Than Bombs, 10 million. Ugg, 10 million. Zero O'Clock, 10 million. Friends, 10 million. We Are Bulletproof, The Eternal, 10 million. And On featuring Sia, you got it, 10 million. On the SoundCloud chart for the week ending February 29th, on the most played pop songs all country, uh, Winter Bear was number 25 and Scenery was number 50. There were no BTS songs on the U.S. most played pop songs chart. If you haven't, you know, checked out uh, the BTS and BTS members songs on Spotify, Spotify, excuse me, SoundCloud. Uh, you really should. They're very good songs. Lots of really good covers by uh, Jungkook. Uh, you know, most of the the solos that they uh, the the members have done um, are on SoundCloud, and also the infamous "Dang." The only place you're going to hear it is on SoundCloud. So definitely check that out. On the social metrics for the week ending February 29th from Next Big Sound, uh, Twitter mentions 16.5 million. That was up just a tiny bit, 0.9% from the previous week. Twitter retweets, 3.8 million. That number for some reason went down, and I think it's because BTS has not posted much on Twitter uh, this past week. A lot of the BTS-related posts are coming from the BTS Big Hit account. So um, definitely check out BTS uh, members account and go retweet some of their stuff. Twitter followers, uh, there were additional 100, 133,000 for 24.2 million total. Um, there were 88.7,000 um, Wikipedia page views. That was up 76.9% from the previous week. So that's, that's really good. I have a feeling that's a lot of people looking them up after seeing them on the late night shows. Another thing we're going to talk about in a little bit. On the Facebook uh, page likes, uh, there were 32.7 thousand additional Facebook page likes for a total of 9.8 million. And there were 2,899 additional Songkick followers for 481,000 total. Um, as I've done for the last couple of weeks, uh, I've got a... Uh, some links to some articles. If you check it out, check out the show notes at btsthisweek.com. Uh, you'll see these articles under data drop and the etc. section. Um, these are more long formed articles that really don't fit as a news story, um, but they're really they're really good articles to read. And like I said, most of them are more of a long form than a news 
you know, a news item. So here's what we've got this week. Um, in Style had a great article uh, called, uh, name called, BTS's growing fan base isn't just teens, it's their moms. So it's basically talking about uh, BTS fans over 35. De definitely check out this article. It's awesome. Um, Nylon had an article. Um, a BTS fan explains meanings behind Map of the Soul 7. Um, definitely, that one was a really good article too. Um, and it basically goes song by song. So it's a good one to check out. Vogue. Vogue magazine had a uh, article this week. Eight ways the new BTS album is deeply personal. Um, more and more the past several weeks, there have been coverage of BTS on the Vogue and the GQ and the L websites. And so this is a more long form article and it's discussing, um, their, uh, press conference they had. Um, they had to, they had to cancel it as a in per, you know, in person where the reporters showed up because of the coronavirus. Uh, another thing we're going to talk about in a little while, but um, they did do a, a live stream news conference, and so this this article from Vogue talks about the 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 um, information that they gleaned from that uh, news conference about the new album. And then the last article I'll have a link to is from is on Medium, and it's the curious case of BTS. How Journalism Mistakes Production for Manufacture. Um, and this, this, quote, this quote explains the article perfectly. The Western media still fails to comprehend or accurately portray the Korean group. So here is a comprehensive eluded, elu, elucidation. I got it now. On why you're missing the hottest artistic shift of the century. So definitely check that one out too. There were five new Bangtang TV videos this week. Uh, the first one was the um, the global press conference, so you can watch that. They had um, this time they had an interpreter um, who you know allowed. They were first of all it took the the pressure off RM trying Nam June trying to translate for everyone, and also it allowed the members to give much more in-depth answers um, in Korean and, and then a translator turned around and and, tr and and did a very good job actually. So that was the first video. Um, it's over an hour. So if you want to watch that, carve out some time. There, uh, The second video this week was the on dance practice. I think it's probably the best dance practice video of theirs I have ever seen. It's really impressive. Um, they also had a Black Swan stage cam um, from the M Countdown and an on stage cam from the M Countdown. Um, and finally, they had a Bangtang Bomb uh, preparing for BTS Connect. In the show notes on btsthisweek.com is where you'll find the links to the videos and the articles and everything else I discuss in this episode. So now we're on to the news. BTS outsells the world. It's the first story. Um, so, we're now to the point that there have been five videos uh, released. And 
now everything is officially on Spotify. Uh, until the album was released on Spotify, you know, you couldn't stream Ego and Shadow there. Uh, but you can now. So now we've got we've got good counts for all five videos slash singles. So I'm going to start with the oldest one, Interlude Shadow. It's got 62.7 million views and 5.3 million likes on YouTube. It's got 7.8 million streams on Spotify. I know that sounds bad, but it's only been out there a week. Now, that said, stream it some more because it's it's the most liked video outside of, or the most viewed video outside of the the first on kinetic film the kinetic manifesto film and so i feel like the, the spotify streams uh should be higher um i think they'll catch up um because in a lot of the interviews interlude shadow was the song that people picked out as the really you know their favorite so i think those spotify streams will go up black swan uh that's the um the uh the dance film it has 32.7 million views uh, and 3.3 million likes on YouTube. And it was released on Spotify that the day the video came out. So it's had much longer to accumulate streams. And it's at 74.6 million. Outro Ego has uh, 42 point, I'm sorry, 41.2 million views and 4.2 million likes on YouTube and 8 million Spotify streams. Um, the On Kinetic Manifesto film has 108.8 million views and 7.5 million likes. The official music video, 63.6 million views, 6.5 million likes on YouTube, theoretically. And then on Spotify, um, On with Simply BTS has 21.3 million streams. And then On featuring Sia has 17.8 million streams for a total of 39.2 million. So, as we discussed earlier, chart data has started to come out um, in the worldwide. And one of the things that was um, announced earlier this evening, uh, Map of the Soul 7, is definitely the number one album next week uh, in Billboard. It's the the biggest debut uh, week uh, of the year so far. With uh, they had four hundred and ten total units, and not only that, three hundred and thirty nine four hundred ten thousand. I said that right? Yeah. Okay. Three hundred thirty nine thousand of those were pure sales. So this is very very impressive. Um, they were um, the, seven had four times the number of sales as the uh, album that, that will be in number two next week. Um, Billboard, of course, had an article on their website about the number one, and they pointed out that it actually, you know, allowed BTS to make a few um, a few historical milestones. Uh, first of all, it's, the, like I said, the biggest week of 2020, uh, largest number for any album in 2020 so far um it's the biggest week for a group in four years there hasn't been sales like this um for an, a, a group album since uh one direction did it in 2015 um 
also it's the largest first week sales for BTS of any album they've released here. It's also the biggest sales week for an album in 2020. It's the biggest week in that the total is the biggest, but the physical sales also the biggest of any album so far this year. It's their fourth number one album in the U.S. And it's the 10th mostly non-English album to become number one in the U.S. And of course, four of those on that list, BTS. It's, um, if you look at the, at the countries where Map of the Soul 7 has debuted number one, it is extremely, extremely impressive. It's, of course, number one in the U.S. Uh, next week. Um, number one in Australia. Uh, on the Belgian Flemish chart, that means uh, the uh, the chart for the Dutch speaking part of the country. Uh, number one in France, that's BTS's first number one album in France and the first by Asian artist. Number one in Germany, again, first BTS album to go number one in Germany, first time an Asian artist goes number one in Germany. Number one in Ireland, the first BTS number one in Ireland. Number one in Netherlands, number one in New Zealand, Scotland, and South Korea, and the UK. So it's the second number one album for them in the UK. Uh, number uh, very highly charted. Also, uh, Belgian the uh, Walloon <laughs> uh, chart. It was number two. Um, that is the chart for the mainly French speaking part of Belgium. It, uh, seven debuted at number two in Finland and Norway, and number three in Italy and Sweden. Um, on the Hanto chart, it's already uh, seven has already sold three point four million copies. That's, I think, already more than Persona. Um, as as I said, it's number one in the UK, and just like in the US, it's the biggest debut. An album has had all year in the UK. And again, you know, the first number one in several countries. And then if you look at the sales for the, the, the individual tracks on the album, according to the Hits Daily Double, if you look at individual track sales, BTS sold... 454,000 in individual tracks from the album. And no other album in the top 50 has sold e more than 22,000. So track-wise, they have way outsold anybody else in the U.S. So there are a few reviews that came out about the album this week. Um... Metro UK reviewed it. Um, again, very positive review. It, they say that it feels like a sort of declaration of growth and willingness to stay true to their style. Um, Time had a review uh, this week as well. And let me see. There's a lot... I could read you all the notes I made about the article, but just go read the article, link in the show notes. Um, but one takeaway from this, from Times Review, um, it says, this album may not be a map of their souls as individuals, but it's certainly a map the global music machine will be following. So, definitely 
people in the U, in the U.S. are starting to see that BTS, as we like to say in the fandom, paved the way. They are doing things that it's not just things that other K-pop artists aren't do, that, that don't do or aren't doing. Western artists aren't doing things the way BTS is doing it. So it's it's just you know lots of good reactions from really mainstream reviewers in the United States. The next one I want to, you know, was Rolling Stone had a review this week. And basically, here's a quote from there. Map of the Soul 7 is their most smashing album yet, showing off their mas mastery of different pop styles, from rap bangers to slow dance ballads to post-Swedish electro-disco to prog-style philosophizing. The seven members have been together seven years, and it's inspired them to sum up where they've been, even as they look ahead to their future. Exclaim um, had a review, and the, the here's something from their review. The group made a, cons a conscious decision to experiment and give more of themselves rather than a rinse and repeat of what's worked before. Seven smartly makes the decision to focus on exactly what makes BTS special, its members. Consequence of Sound had a very positive review. Um, the And basically, the subtitle of their review uh, says it all. The K-pop stars prove they can do it all without sacrificing emotional depth. And then, one other review that you probably have not seen uh the daily nebraskan i have a i have a google alert set up so that every day i get sent a list of articles mentioning bts so i got the review for the, from the daily nebraskan and it's very po again a very positive review and here's part of what they say the members are given the opportunity to shine and speak their mind on each of the individual tracks this songwriting diversity also allows the members to showcase their individual music styles. The success of BTS and K-pop as a whole proves that music is a universal language. So, definitely, definitely outselling everybody. You know, there have there's been I think I've seen one review that wasn't like just like wonderful. All the rest of them are very complimentary. They're very positive and talk about how BTS is not doing it like anybody else. I mean, we knew that, but now hopefully other people are discovering that. So, next story. Another way that people are discovering BTS um, are the late night shows. And this past week was a big week for that. Monday was finally the BTS uh, episode of The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Um, and we'll have a link to the show notes. I created a playlist. Basically, um, The Tonight Show put up clips of the entire episode. So I made a playlist so you can just watch them in order. But it was an, it was an epic episode. Uh, basically, uh, they took over a New York City uh, subway car um, and it started with an interview and then, you know, there was the whole army asking questions thing. Uh, didn't ask too many of those. 
Um, but it was, it was neat. It was still really cool. The interview was really good. And because it was filmed, you know, previously and they weren't doing it the day of, that allow again, uh, like I talked about the news conference, it allowed members to speak in Korean, give longer answers, and then be subtitled later. So they didn't feel like they had to chop everything into very small, you know, practiced English answers. So I think we got a lot of good insight from this and from the news conference. But then they basically had an edition of Run BTS in the subway car. And it was so funny. I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. But it, it was great. And then they visited Cat's Deli, um, which, um, you know, you watch, you watch them eat. You know, my husband has said this many a times. He's like, do they just film them eating all the time? And I'm like, well, they do it a lot. Um, and it was, it was funny to see them go into this deli and all this food come out. And they're just, they're just like, their eyes are huge. And they're at one point, Namjoon is like, is this all for just, this plate's just for one person? This is so much food. Um, so that, that was fun. And then finally was the performance of On uh, that they did in the Grand Central Terminal. Uh, they did, uh, the performance included the, the lab uh, dance group that were that uh, performed in the Kinetic Manifesto film. And actually, um, their lead dancer, she, uh, dancer, she's only 19. And uh, in addition to, you know, dancing in this, she helped choreograph it. Um, so that's, that's really cool. Um, according to Headline Planet, but, um, not according to Headline Planet, the article was on Headline Planet, but NBC said that the broadcast, uh, there were 4.2 million interactions on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram uh, for the broadcast. And they say that it is the best um, social media engagement they've had for any single episode uh, thus far in 2020. Um, and not only 2020, it's the second largest ever posted by a late night program it's only you know only thing that's ever beat it bts um the uh social inner the social media interaction for the emma stone bts saturday night live episode um lots of good articles about this um they're uh, the new york times vulture vogue again we'll talk about that in a minute but again really good um, reactions from the general public and from large Western media outlets. Um, the New York Times talked about how they pulled it off, the uh, performance in, uh, in the Grand Central Terminal. It's really interesting. Basically, uh, they did it at 2 in the morning. They, uh, they did like uh, four four performances. And that's something uh, during the episode when it, when it aired, uh, Jimmy Fallon on his account, uh, Twitter account was doing these little videos saying, okay, so this is the, some of the background that went on for this, this segment. And he said, you know, they performed, they basically took over the terminal at two in the morning. So that there's nobody there. And they performed it four times, uh, to get it perfect. And, um, 
basically it took two months to get everything arranged and then they like I said filmed for a couple of hours at two in the morning and it turned out incredible the um, performance so so good um, and as I talked about before like I think I mentioned this last week now it's gotten to where every time they appear on US television uh, fashion outlets fashion media outlets have started noticing what they wear so for the performance um, and they uh, they were noticed by Vogue um, designer Rick Owens is the one who came up with their uh, outfits these it's the same outfits they wore in the kinetic manifesto film um, another article in L talked about that those um, outfits but also talked about just the 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 um, the, the uh, oh my goodness I've lost the word casual there it goes the casual outfits they wore for the for the segments in the subway and in cat's deli so it's um it's neat to see that level of attention paid to them but that's not the only late night show they did this week also the carpool karaoke epi uh, episode finally aired and um there'll be of course a link to that video in the show notes um it was it was great um Basically, they had everybody packed into this minivan. They had uh, Nam June and James Carden in the front, of course. And then the center row was left to right, Jimin, Hobie, and uh, Jungkook. And in the back seat, left to right, was Jin, Yoongi, and Taeyong. And they had cameras that allowed them to film everybody so it wasn't like you just saw the people up front the people in the back were kind of used to the top of their heads they did a really good job of filming it so that you got inter you know you got scenes of everybody um in addition to performing their own songs of course they they sang along to a bruno mars cardi b song um and a post malone song that it was really cool um and one of the things that was really neat is that there were some conversations, and of course, most of these were Jen, uh, conversations in that back seat that I think Jen and Youngie probably didn't know were going to get subtitled in the episode that were hilarious. Again, don't want to ruin it for you, so I'm not going to tell you what they said. Uh, but there were, there were a couple of times that that happened. And then one of the things that was funny is that James Corden asked what the, you know, about nicknames that the fans had come up with for the members. And uh, he talked about Jimin being called Mochi. And so he started calling him, um, you know, Mochi. And then Jimin called him Papa Mochi. And so then Jimin became Little Mochi. And by the end of the evening, James Corden had changed the, um, well, I don't know if he personally did it, but the uh, Twitter account for the Late Late Show changed so that um it, it it said you know the late late show with papa mochi it was really cute um and then at the end of the the episode they end up at james corden's dance cardio class so it's it was really a really good a really good segment um 
people, again, reacted to it very well. Um, Variety ran article. I mean, there were a lot of articles. I could have... I could have spent all day just linking to articles <laughs> about this segment. Um, and there's, of course, an article from Forbes talking about the five highlights. But definitely, if you haven't watched it yet, go to YouTube. Of course, there'll be a link in the show notes. Check it out. Hilarious. It was perfect. I think it, between this and The Tonight Show, I think is the first time that the... The American viewing public has gotten a chance to really see their personalities. Because up until then, there's been just really short interviews and they'd perform a song. And this, I think, shows them better than anything. Um, this is the BTS that we all know and love. And now everyone sees it. And a lot of people, a lot of people reacted very favorably. So that's good. Okay, so I've talked about or hinted about YouTube issues, and we're going to discuss them now. Uh, the On official music video was released on Friday. It is just a visually epic video. Um, of course, there'll be a link to the show notes. It's, it's just very, it's it's very cinematic. I mean, it's like a movie. It's, you know, there's a lot of people are talking about what the different influences are. Um, I think the influences of uh, the Maze Runner, I, I don't think necessarily that's quite on target because there was a lot of talk about these um, biblical type uh, imagery that that's in the video like of Moses and Noah and I don't think that they're trying to, it, that they intend it to be a religious vi uh, video in that but that Carl Jung when he talked about um, the persona ego and shadow a lot of times would use religious imagery to explain some of his concepts so I think that's why it's there um Again, just a beautiful video. Um, of course, everybody freaked out because you could see some of uh, Jungkook's arm tattoos. Um, and I, I I really like that they just let him be him. And I guess this means that it won't be shown on Korean television. Oh, well. But um, they did an official YouTube uh, premiere. Um, I don't know if you've seen those, um, but they now have... a on YouTube where you can set up a premiere of your video and there's a countdown and you know, it's like a big deal. And BTS for on did this and they have now broken the record for the biggest YouTube premiere. So basically when the countdown ended and the music video started, there were 1.54 million concurrent viewers watching the video. And so that is a new record for YouTube. Um, it also broke another record in that it surpassed 10 million views in an hour and five minutes. Um, but after that was kind of a disaster. Not because of ARMY. Um, so 
we do what we do. Everybody streams. You know, we get online. It usually starts with the United States um, because it got released at midnight. So it was like, you know, nine in the morning for me. And so we're all awake and up and, you know, we stream all day. And then as the other time zones wake up, you know, they start to stream. And so there was a goal to break the Boy With Love record. Um, and at one point, it had. But then, about, oh, I don't know, 90 million views disappeared. Uh, there's uh, screenshots of people. There's, you know, there's websites where you can watch a live view count for a video. And there are screenshots where all of a the sudden, there's negative 67 million views. Negative. Negative. And basically, in response, you know, YouTube says, well, you know what happens. We have to make sure bots don't do... Okay, so basically what they're trying to say is that ARMY didn't do this themselves, that, that we use bots to get all these hits. And not, and not just a few. 67 million, negative 67 million. So it went, I think it, if you think about where it was when that hit, when that happened, it's like, I think it was at like 50 million, something around there. So they took away that, and then they took away another 67 million. So if they had kept all the hits, it would have broken the record easily. But instead, today, it is at... 40, what, what is it again? Oh, I'm sorry. 63.6 million views. That could have changed since I wrote that down, to be perfectly honest, because they're still taking millions of views away at a time. And again, their response is, well, we got to make sure bots aren't doing this. So base, that's their way of saying we think that y'all are using bots, which hopefully no one's doing that. Um, but I know I watched... It a crap ton of times. Um, I know other people did. I know it's limited to 50 per YouTube account. And I got my 50 in. Um, it's just very disappointing. Because. There's two ways to look at this. Either there are people who are using bots and we need to find out who they are and get them to stop. Or, number two, which is what I think is more likely, it's a form of gatekeeping to keep BTS from breaking any more records. And, you know, this combines with the whole, you know, radio play thing. Current, there are current parts of the industry in the United States that are threatened by BTS and do things to try to keep them from being as popular as they are. And obviously they have failed, so I don't know why they keep trying, to be perfectly honest. But they do. And it's just something as ARMY, we, I hate to say have grown accustomed to, because we, we certainly don't expect it every time it happens. Um, and we, we're, we're not unaffected by it we're still vastly disappointed when it happens but you know you got to think about 
the fact that they took so many views away. Come on. Even if you think it was bots, there's no way. No way it was that many. There's no way. So, it's, you know, it's disappointing. And they're obviously not going to give them, give the views back. Um, and I think maybe at this point we have to consider that BTS is going to be one of those acts that's going to, they're going to be famous in spite of all the stuff that the Western industry throws in front of them. Just like they did in Korea. They're going to do it here too. I mean, there's acts here that are wildly famous who don't get played on the radio. You know? There's not a lot of them, but they exist. And BTS is just going to, uh, I'm afraid, going to be like that in the United States. Um, after the sales week they've had, I, I just don't know why why they try they why they why anybody even tries to to get in their way anymore but they do and they've done that with the youtube hits on the on video but at least it's a really good video and it's gotten really good response uh from media outlets um i like i mean like i said it's 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 like a movie it's so nice um and i think you know, we just have to, we just have to say to ourselves, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. Um, enjoy the beautiful video that we have. Um, and know that BTS went to number one on the album charts without the hits anyway. So if that's what they were doing, uh, gatekeeping, they failed. So again, it is what it is. Ugh. So disappointing. But, again, great video. Check it out. This week, also, BTS began their uh, show appearances in South Korea. Um, because of the coronavirus outbreak in South Korea, uh, none of the shows had audiences. BTS has tweeted a few different things. It, you know, they're very... They're very disappointed that they're not being able to perform for ARMY, but they're still giving awesome performances. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes to a playlist I've created uh, for the South Korea uh, comeback performances. They uh, were on Mnet Countdown this past week, uh, KBS Music Bank, where they got their first win. Um, they had a second win at Music Core, and then uh, all these are for ON, by the way. And then on uh, SBS Inkigayo, um, they uh, actually nominated both On and Black Swan for the number one show award, and On won. So it has officially had its third win. Um, the performances for the shows, um, I mean, they're, they're just, they're very artistic, very beautiful. Um, the outfits are really really neat because they're of course they're different for every show um one of the things that i i have really enjoyed um i hate that armies were not able to go and see them perform and i hate for b i hate it for bts that they didn't have people to perform for 
They basically performed for the camera people. But one thing, if you if you watch these videos, because there's no crowd noise, you hear their live vocals so much more clearly than you normally would. And so it's amazing to listen to that. They are so good. Uh, the, the live vocals are just on point. They really are. Uh, of course, Jungkook has the, the bridge in and on, at, you know, that he sings and just kills it every time. Um, like I said, all the guys, you can really hear their, um, really hear their voices. Young's voice really comes out really well in these performances. You can really hear him sing, and it's very, very good. They're all great. Um, but definitely check, take a look at the playlist. Watch the, the show videos because, again, you can hear their live uh, their live vocals probably the best that you've ever heard on a show. Um, so playlist on YouTube, and I have a link to the show notes, but... They're, they originally had said that this was going to be their only week of performances. But then uh, Hobie posted on Twitter uh, a selfie and said something about maybe having future performances. And I um, so I think we may find out about more performances in the next few weeks because of the next story I'm about to tell you. Um, but I think they they may do uh, more TV performances um, rather than this week just being it. So they haven't announced anything yet. Uh, but again, I think uh, just based on Hobie's tweet, we may hear something announced soon. And the reason for that is the next story. The coronavirus outbreak in South Korea. Um Basically, for the the coronavirus, you know the main the main outbreak began in China. So the main majority of the cases are in China, but this country with the second most cases right now is South Korea, and so the government is. I don't know if they've put out a strict ban. Uh, probably have. They've definitely strongly suggested that people not have gatherings of, you know, large gatherings of people, which is why, you know, these award shows, Korean Music Awards was canceled. Uh, the Fact Music Awards were canceled. The SBS Super Concert was canceled. Um, like I said, the shows, even the shows don't have audiences. Well, unfortunately, this week, that also means that BTS had to cancel um the kickoff South Korean tour, the dates in South Korea for the tour. Um, you know, basically they, they can't have that many people in one place, uh, because of the coronavirus. I think we need to be prepared for the possibility that the rest of the tour will be canceled. Okay. Because these shows are in the end of April and then the U S shows begin beginning of May. Um, we are just now seeing the coronavirus case numbers start to go up in the United States. Um, the past few days, we've had the first two, uh, deaths in the United States, uh, due to coronavirus. And I think it's just going to get worse. 
because it has everywhere. Um, so I think we have to be prepared for the possibility that the rest of the tour will be canceled. Um, I hope not, but again, those dates are at the beginning of May and it seems like a long, a long way away right now, but it really isn't. And so definitely keep an eye out because you may find yourself getting your tickets refunded. So back to South Korea though, in South Korea, you know, they've canceled those first, I think it was five dates uh, at the beginning of the tour that were going to be in South Korea. But one positive thing that has come out of that is that a lot of K armies then took the funds that they were refunded for tickets and donated them to uh, relief. Um, basically, it had come out that um, Yungi had donated uh, to a a charity, a relief charity in in uh, his in Daegu, because that is where you know the main the epicenter of the South Korean outbreak is, is, is in Daegu. And so, uh, Yungi donated to the Hope Bridge Association Relief Fund to help out with the coronavirus response. And so when the concerts got canceled and K army started to get their money back, they in turn also donated money to this relief fund, which was just a really wonderful thing for them to do it really truly is um they have i think they more than beat the amount that that yogi donated at this point uh they're continuing to donate but it just shows you and the k armies uh shows how the k armies are just you know trying to make a positive out of a negative and that's it's just amazing. I, every time I think about it, it's just I, I'm very, very impressed by their generosity. Um, and hopefully this will all run its course and then K armies can get their shows back and they, they definitely deserve it after donating so much to the relief effort. Also this week, uh, the J Japan Gold Disc Awards were held. Um, it's the Recording Industry of Japan. Uh, they do a, uh, give out awards um, for music and video sales for the previous year. And BTS won uh, several awards. They, uh, they won Best Asian Artist for the second year in a row. They also won uh, Lights and Boy With Love. Their their single, Japanese single, was awarded one of the best five singles title. Uh, Lights uh, on its own was Song of the Year by Downloads. And then finally, uh, in the best music video category, uh, was uh, BTS won for their uh, Love Yourself Japan Edition DVD. A DVD that I would love to have, but they, you know, they don't, you know, apparently uh, sell it anywhere else but Japan. So, um, it won video, best music video uh, of the year. So, congratulations to BTS on their wins. Uh, very awesome. And, you know, this may be 
again, I, we may see, in addition, like the tour, we may see a lot more of these award shows get canceled. We've already seen some get canceled in Korea. Um, Billboard is in May, I think. Um, and who knows what's going to happen by then. We'll just have to wait and see. And then finally, uh, there was an animated video released this week for Winterflower. And that's uh, Yudha's, uh solo song that features Nam June. It is my, f I think it's one of my favorite um, songs that a member of BTS has featured on. I love the song. And the video is beautiful. It's a beautiful animation. Um, but of course I'll have the link in the show notes. Definitely check it out. It is, again, a beautiful song. And the animation just matches that beauty. Um, check it out. Give it some views. It, again, just really, really, really good animation. It's very, very pretty. So I'm glad. I'm glad because it hadn't had a video up until now. And so, you know, in my playlist, I've got, you know, my video playlist, I've got the audio file. So I need to go in there, in there now and replace it with this, this new video that has been released. But uh, good job, uh, Yudha. Uh, great video for an awesome song. So next week, next week we, you know, all we know about for next week, all, is that first of all, on the 2nd, which is uh, Monday, which is already Monday in Korea, uh, it's the second anniversary of the release of Hope World, J-Hope's mixtape. It is, as I said on Twitter, it is the mixtape that can get me out of any funk. I love that album. I will listen to it, you know, anytime I'm in a really crappy mood. I love that, that mixtape. And so Monday the 2nd is the second anniversary. So go online and congratulate Hobie on the second anniversary of his wonderful mixtape. And that is why Hope World was our intro song this week. I bet you're, <laughs> I waited until almost the end of the podcast to tell you that. But yes, that that's why, for the second anniversary. Then on Friday the 6th, Friday, March 6th, uh, you know, Lau's new album is coming out, and he has said that there's a song on there. It's called Who, and it features BTS. Um, don't know how many people from BTS. I've heard it's only, uh, only a couple... Uh, but I don't know for sure, but we will know on Friday and I'm sure it'll be an awesome song. A couple of things to look forward to though, for the next week after that. Okay. So we've got March the 2nd, March the, March the, uh, 6th for this next week to considering. But after that, March 9th, which is a Monday is Yugi's birthday. So do not forget to tell Yugi happy birthday. And then on the 10th will be the first anniversary of this podcast. How awesome is that? I can't believe I've been doing this almost a year. Um, I have had a giveaway planned forever, and I'm going to do it for the anniversary of the podcast. So next week, I'll have all the deets on that uh, for the giveaway, and it, uh, my giveaways are always worldwide. So you do not have to live in the United States. But I will definitely you'll get all the details for that next week. Um but yeah, a whole year. It's kind of cool. It's pretty awesome. Okay, our last word for this week. I know these podcasts during comeback are so long. I, I, you, you know, you're used to your 30 minutes, and then you get like socked with our podcasts. But one more thing I want to talk about, and this is uh, about 
taking care of yourself in a world with coronavirus, basically. Um, there's a lot of a lot of discussion about what you need to do to make yourself safe, keep yourself safe. Um, you know, in Korea, I know there's a shortage of face masks. In the United States, they're asking people to quit buying them because the outbreak's not that bad and the medical community needs them. Um, but the best thing you can do, and I'm not perfect at this, so I have to remember it too. The best thing you can do, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer. Do not touch your eyes, your nose, or your mouth with your dirty hands. <laughs> I am so bad about that, uh, about rubbing my eyes or something. Um, keep your hands away from your face. Also, if you're coughing, first of all, if you're sick, you should be wearing a mask not to get other people sick. Second, if you're coughing, cough into your elbow. Don't cough on your dirty hands. <laughs> because, again, keeping your hands away from your face. Cough into your elbow. Um, but yeah, just the best thing you can do at this point is wash your hands. Use some hand sanitizer. And uh, the World Health Organization, the CDC say to wash up to your wrists. So you don't stop at the palm of your hand. You need to go up to your wrist to wash up to there. Wash between your fingers. Uh, try to get some soap underneath your fingernails. Uh, keep your dirty hands away from your face. Um, also, uh, there's been some concern about uh, letters and packages from countries that have outbreaks. According to the World Health Organization, you are fine to receive a package. My husband's not really happy I'm getting a package from Korea soon. Uh, but according to the World Health Organization, we will be fine. Um, just, you know, keep that in mind. When you, when you get a package, you don't have to have a, you know, a germ suit on to open up, you know, your CD from Korea. But just keep an eye on what's going on in your own country. Uh, definitely, uh, if you're planning on traveling, keep an eye on travel restrictions. Uh, you know, I know there's almost no way you're getting to China right now from here. Uh, probably South Korea is going to be the same way soon. Um, which is why I think the, the entire tour may get canceled. Because we may get to the point that uh, BTS can't fly into the United States. So, uh, but take care of yourself. Best Again, wash your hands. Oh, and make sure you wash your hands. I think they said for 30, sec 30 seconds? That doesn't sound like enough time. Huh. Just wash your hands good, okay? And as I'm telling you to keep your hands away from your face, I am touching my face with my dirty hands. But take care of yourself. Also, make sure to get lots of rest. Make sure to drink lots of fluids. You know, up to this point, people who are having a lot of issues with the coronavirus are people with suppressed immune systems, uh, older people, very young people. Unfortunately, I am one of those people that have a suppressed immune system due to medication that I take. Um, so I have to be very careful. Um, if it gets bad here, I'm not leaving my house. Because I'm... My immune system is compromised. Um, so definitely keep an eye on things in your own, you know, 
happenings in your own country. Keep apprised of the news and wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Okay. So where you can find BTS this week, you can subscribe for free at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, if you listen on a on a site that allows you to leave comments and reviews, please do so because it will help uh, BTS this week to move up in the search results. Uh, there is, a, as I've mentioned before, the BTS This Week website, btsthisweek.com, where you will find the show notes for this episode and all other episodes of the podcast that is almost a year old. Uh, also, there's a Facebook page. You check out the show notes. Check out the website. There's a link to the Facebook page uh, where you can talk to me. I am usually on Twitter, BTS Mama Bear. I have a YouTube channel, uh, BTS Mama Bear, and a TikTok account that I'm not on too much right now, uh, BTS Mama Bear. So definitely you can find me around. Uh, but y'all have a great week. Y'all have a great next week. Uh, you know, try not to stress. Uh, stream as much as you want to. If you don't, if you're stressed, if you're tired and stressed out, and you know, you've done a lot of streaming this week, take a break. Listen to something else. But, uh, you know, take care of yourself. And remember, wash your hands. But... I purple you. You're awesome. You're valuable. And you're important. Anybody else tells you different, they are wrong. But y'all have a great week. And I'll talk to you in seven days. <laughs>